Welcome to Future Creators. I'm Robert Brothe. And I'm Francis McInerney. Future Creators, that's future-creators.com, is a self-directed, self-paced program for C-level executives who want to scale their companies in our Zettabyte era. Francis is Managing Director of Future Creators, and today we're going to talk about the Great Firewall of China. Welcome, Francis. Hey, thanks, Robert. Yeah, this Great Firewall is fascinating because the Chinese structured it as a firewall, the same as you would think of any kind of internet security system, to prevent Chinese people from getting news from foreign sources that contradicts what the Communist Party wants to say. So they created this really elaborate system, and they've been structuring it, making it more powerful constantly. And what it has done is made it very difficult for the Chinese to see anything outside of the kind of view that the Communist Party wants them to have. Most recently, Apple was affected when its virtual private network apps were removed by Apple from the App Store for Chinese. In other words, the ability of Apple users to get beyond the Great Firewall with these VPN services was canceled. So we can see already an impact on Western companies operating in China uh, from this Great Firewall. And this is not the only thing. I mean, you will see many similar kinds of uh, blockages uh, on company after company and also in several other industries. And you'll see the spread of this in things like the Chinese trying to appropriate intellectual property from tech companies operating in China. That's a different subject, and we can do uh, extensive uh, uh, videos on our future creators, future-creators.com site, on those kinds of things. But the key is we did a video several years ago called China Declares War on Apple, and boy has it ever. So let's talk a little bit about that. So, you know, Apple, of course, has their Apple Pay program. Uh, what are some implications, uh, whether it's manufacturing, uh, selling products outside of China or, or to uh, people in China when it comes to Apple? Well, there are several impacts on Apple and investors have to understand these impacts because they're serious. Now, let's think of Apple's position. When we did our videos on Apple, on future creators, uh, we showed exactly the structure Apple uses to grow. And there are two key features. One of them is the way Apple manages its working capital, specifically its inventory days. And this relies on a very deep supply chain into China. Frankly, that's vulnerable because the Chinese are going to put more and more pressure to take more and more control of that supply chain from Apple and they will apply way more pressure constantly to take control of intellectual property from Apple. And why Apple even bothers to keep doing business in China is beyond me, but that's the case. Now, on the sales side, Apple wants to sell in China. And the problem is that everything Apple does in its uh, structure in our future creators seminars, we have a seminar on the app membrane, the app delivery membrane, and on the app enablement membranes of the cloud and how they interact. And Apple is structured on interactions between those three membranes of the cloud. And our seminars show exactly how that works and how it is monetized and how Apple grows. And the problem with this is that as Apple does this, it runs into more and more conflict with the Great Firewall. 
because the smooth monetizable interactions between the app membranes and the app enablement membrane and the app delivery membrane that are essential for any modern corporate operation are anathema to China. Now, a great example, it's in the news today, uh, it's all about how Apple is in effect forbidden from using Apple Pay in China. Why? It's not complicated. Apple wants to turn your iPhone, your iPad, and everything they do, including the iCar, it doesn't matter, into a bank. A bank they see as simply another app, another app in the App Store, that's all. And so uh, they want to appify banking. You could almost say they want to Uberize banking to really get down to it. Now, if you're J.P. Morgan, uh, Chase, you better be thinking about this because this is not even slightly funny. And uh, one of the reasons why they're rushing into blockchain so fast is because they see this threat. If, on the other hand, you're the Communist Party of China, you see a very different thing. Control of banking is control of the people. And you must have control of the people. You must control all their financial transactions. You must be able to see their transactions. It's important for us to remember that the cloud has a memory. The cloud is, remembers all the information that goes into it. And if you can control that information, you have enormous control over the people, uh, enormous control over what they do, how they do it, and when they do it. The idea of Apple Pay is anathema to anyone who thinks that way. And so China has had to close down Apple Pay. Now, there is a flip side to this, a flip side to the Great Wall, because as you go through this, you begin to realize something. Now, just a second. If all modern corporations have to eventually look like an Apple, so in fact, even if Apple goes away tomorrow, the modern corporation will look way more like Apple than, say, like the IBM of 50, 60 years ago. This means that for China to grow, it must also look like Apple, not the other way around. What the Great Firewall is doing is not just keeping Apple restricted in China and slowly taking away Apple's intellectual property and power and so on. It's actually forcibly restricting Chinese companies from moving beyond the Great Firewall into other markets because it means that the Communist Party must control that move. Speaking of control and lack of movement, uh, we've seen here in the U.S. companies move uh, from, or even the economy moving from ag agricultural to manufacturing to, to really a service orientation. Uh, is that happening in China, and why not? Well, here's the problem. It can happen domestically. Sure, the Chinese can have things like WeChat and so on. They can do this. And in fact, the Communist Party encourages those apps to have way more control than apps do in the West. In the West, we use lots of different apps for different purposes. In China, uh, apps are to be integrated. The state encourages that because if everything can be on one app, if you can have Facebook-like functions, Amazon-like functions, messaging functions, every other function on one single app, the party sees it all, and the party controls it all. However, it would be impossible for a Chinese company to export that, to become a service company internationally, simply because no one around the world will tolerate the Communist Party controlling all their information. For China to become a global information power, which it must, if it is to follow the basic processes that we have now for three centuries, uh, 
from agriculture to manufacturing to information. For China to do that, it has to break down the Great Firewall. Breaking down the Great Firewall means the end of the Communist Party. So the Communist Party cannot, under any circumstance, permit Chinese companies becoming global powers. That's why you will never see a global Google from China. It can't happen. Uh, we would go nuts if we knew that for us to use a Chinese app, we had to surrender everything we do to the Communist Party. That, would, that would, is anathema. Companies depend. If you're in a big industrial company, you depend on the free flow of information right through your supply chain. You can't have the Communist Party controlling your, your information going back and forth from customers. You can't have the Communist Party controlling bank information. Mm -hmm. We mentioned J.P. Morgan Chase a second ago. What would the Fed say if the, <laughs> J.P. Morgan had to submit all of its information to Chinese servers? <laughs> it's not happening. Now, what would the NSA say? I mean, you can just imagine where this is going. Even individuals. What would Walmart do if all of its information and all of its supply chain worldwide had to go through Communist Party servers before it could be processed? That's, this, that's what this is about. The Great Firewall is indeed the Great Firewall, and it's death for China. It's killing China's future. Currently, China is a great place for Apple when it comes to manufacturing. You know, Apple can manufacture there, hire local workers, uh, export the goods. But it's much tougher for people to do business in China if they want to serve Chinese customers. So talk a little bit about that. That's one of the most fascinating things. Um, it's almost like a customs, um, uh, one of those custom safe zones. If you go to China and you manufacture products exclusively for export, you're in what is very much like a, a customs zone that you might have anywhere in the West. You have them in the States. You have them all around the world. And those custom zones are free from things like uh, export tariffs and so on and so forth, import tariffs and all the rest of it. But they're sealed off from the rest of the economy. And China operates somewhat similarly, so that if you manufacture in China strictly for export, you can pretty much do what you want um, within normal sort of industrial rules like safety and so on. But once you decide, oh my gosh, this is a, a billion-person market, I want to be in, I want to be part of it, it's a very different story. In order for you to be part of operating in China, you have to do several things. One, you must, under party rules, form a joint venture with a state-owned, state-managed, or state-directed, and it doesn't matter which company, which takes 52%. It must have majority control. You must also cede specific intellectual property to that state or party-controlled company so that you cannot be in China without ceding enormous amounts of control to the local company. Uh, the car companies are in a specific case. Um, they must have these joint ventures in order to operate in China. Volkswagen has just been told that it can no longer use its brand in China. It must have the Chinese brand of its partner. And so the slow strangling and elimination of Western brands in China is underway. The, in addition, you have a situation where you must operate through a very cloudy space of Chinese banking. Uh, Chinese banking is probably evolved just to the point uh, that our banks were evolved in the half century before the creation of the Bank of England in the late, uh, uh, the late 17th century. 
And you have these kind of uh, quasi-banks, pseudo-banks, um, very peculiar operations, uh, the kinds of things that you might discover if you were studying economic history, say, in Venice back in the late Middle Ages, early Renaissance period. And they're all party-controlled, and you must work through them exclusively. So they control your, your supply chains, your payables, receivable, all of these important sets of data. So the price for you to sell inside the Great Firewall is extremely high. I, frankly, I cannot think of a single company in the world that has even the smallest reason for doing any kind of business in China, whatever. I, I just think it's uh, extraordinarily dangerous. Final question for today. Uh, what do you think, uh, whether it's the Chinese government, Chinese companies can learn uh, by viewing some of the content on future creators? Oh, my. Uh, I don't think they'd be allowed to view the content on future creators. I think the Great Firewall would be put up as fast as possible because if you decided to build your company based on the future creator's system, which you have to if you're going to survive, you have no choice. Uh, you don't understand future creators, you're, you're not going anywhere. Now, for the Chinese to do that, uh, the party would go crazy because everything in future creators about how the information cost velocity curve works and has for many, many centuries and will continue to work suggests organization structures, information flows that are absolutely anathema to the continued existence of the Communist Party of China. Francis McInerney has been future creating since 1976 and has seen the good, the bad, and the real ugly. Don't forget to visit us at future-creators.com and make sure that you determine outcomes and don't get run over by them. Thanks, Francis. Hey, thanks, Robert. See you soon. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.